This episode is sponsored by SaveTheChildren.org. SaveTheChildren.org strives to give children a healthy start in life, the opportunity to learn, and protection from harm. Just $5 can buy a baby's first book or provide a nutritious breakfast and lunch for a child who usually relies on school for food. Go to SaveTheChildren.org slash SaveKids. That's SaveTheChildren.org slash S-A-V-E-K-I-D-S. Just going to check my mic one more time. Let's see. Looks good. Looks like uh, most of us are already in this call, so we can start. Okay. So, hello and welcome to another Zoom meeting regarding our marketing initiatives for the month of June and beyond. Really, despite the fact that work is starting to get back to normal levels and we fully expect to be able to gather in a giant office building with cubicles stacked on top of one another in ways that most physicists would deem mathematically impossible, but we do it in order to provide a cozy, tight-knit office community experience and not to simply reduce cost. Um, really, despite the fact that we uh, could go back to that and we do plan on going back to that, for the time being, we think Zoom meetings once every few weeks might be easiest for those that occasionally work from home anyway, even when it's business as usual. It works out and we'll continue them. After our last Zoom call, it was clear that some of the ideas presented were popular. I'm proud to say Operation Leaflet was very well received, but my job here is to, it's not to waste your time, not to justify my salary by using a lot of words in conjunction in order to spew many sentences over an elongated time period that makes it look like I'm smart and and talking a lot but really it's nonsense it's not about that my job is to promote to promote excuse me quality marketing initiatives gather feedback and then work with you and head office to execute our marketing strategies today we have several new initiatives that we think would be worth discussing on this call. So in a moment, I'd like to jump into them. But before doing so, I'd like to thank Brennan from our marketing department for providing more of these suggestions. It's really quality work. Brennan, as I'm sure you know, is the chief assistant's assistant to the marketing director's office for widget outreach. His email is chief assistant's assistant to the marketing director's office for widget outreach at widgetworks.com. Very important. This is not to be confused with Brandon from PR, whose official title is Chief Assistant's Assistant to the Public Relations Director's Office for Widget Outreach, and I'm sure you can guess his email. But uh, it was Brennan, not Brandon, delivered some wonderful marketing tactics that I thought needed to be considered in addition to the other ones already discussed in the first Zoom meeting. So, initiative one, great idea by Brennan, chemical slash 
acid rain. Really, as soon as I read it, I thought it was absolutely genius. Now, for those unfamiliar, acid rain is a rain or any other form of precipitation that is usually acidic, meaning that it has elevated levels of hydrogen ions, low pH. It can have harmful effects on plants, aquatic animals, and infrastructure. Acid rain is caused by emissions of sulfur dioxide and nitrogen oxide, which react with the water molecules in the atmosphere to produce acids. Some governments have made efforts since the 1970s, and yes, I know that this is information that was uh, going to be requested. This is why I've compiled all this information for you beforehand. Um, so since the 1970s, to reduce the release of sulfur dioxide and nitrogen oxide into the atmosphere with positive results. Nitrogen oxides can also be produced naturally by lightning strikes and sulfur dioxide is produced by volcanic eruptions. Acid rain has been shown to have adverse impacts on forests, fresh waters and soils, killing insect and aquatic life forms causing paint to peel, corrosion of steel structures such as bridges, and weathering of stone buildings and statues, as well as having impact on human health. The corrosive effect of polluted acidic city air on limestone and marble was noted in the 17th century by John Evelyn, who remarked upon the poor condition of the Arundel marbles. Since the Industrial Revolution, emissions of sulfur dioxide and nitrogen oxides into the atmosphere have increased. In 1852, Robert Angus Smith was the first to show the relationship between acid rain and the atmospheric pollution in Manchester, England. In the late 1960s, scientists began widely observing and studying the phenomenon. The term acid rain was coined in 1872 by Robert, by Robert Angus Smith. Canadian Harold Harvey was among the first to research a, quote, dead lake. And I only have a little bit of information. I just really want you to become familiar with this tactic from its foundation. I think it's important that, again, it's not to just waste your time. It's not to, I'm not trying to put you to bed. I'm not, but it would be irresponsible of me and my position within which it works to um, to not present to you a very clear case of the context of this marketing initiative. So just bear with me. I can see some of you already turning off your cameras. Uh, I see a couple people, let's see here, looks like a couple people giving me the middle finger. Uh, some others are mouthing, why are you reading this? Well, it's important, you know, someone's going to do it. I'll continue now. At first, the main focus in research lay on local effects of acid rain. Waldemar Christopher was the first to acknowledge long-distance tra transportation of pollutants crossing borders from the United Kingdom to Norway. Public awareness of acid rain in the U.S. increased in the 1970s after the New York Times published reports from the Hubbard Brook Experimental Forest in New Hampshire of the harmful environmental effects that result from it. Occasional pH readings in rain and fog water of well below 2.4 
have been reported in industrialized areas. Industrial acid rain is a substantial problem in China and Russia and areas downwind from them. These areas are burned sulfur, all burned, excuse me, sulfur containing coal to generate heat and electricity. The problem of acid rain has not only increased with population and industrial growth, but has become more widespread. The use of tall smokestacks to reduce local pollution has contributed to the spread of acid rain by releasing gases into regional atmospheric circulation. Of course, acid rain uh, should never be confused with Purple Rain, the 1984 song by Prince. As a side, you know, since now we're on the topic of Purple Rain, and we'll get back to Operation Chemical slash Acid Rain, you know, Purple Rain is one of those songs that um, you can appreciate how great it is. And I know it's an unpopular opinion. Uh, it's not my favorite Prince song. I think it's great in terms of composition. It's, let's say, impact on pop culture. I don't know. Just one of those songs that, for one reason or another, I just never loved as much as other people. I can see a couple of people now logging off the Zoom call. I would like to remind all of you that are still with us that uh, you are employed by us and uh, your salary depends on, uh, in, in part, in part, not entirely, but in part by listening to this Zoom call and really participating mentally. So that's all I want to say. Okay, all of that is bad, what we just talked about. But what if we were to evaporate a certain mixture of chemicals that would entice our customer base to continuously buy widgets. The advantage of this marketing strategy is the fact that even if the acid rating doesn't work as intended, we can basically just continue this marketing tactic until we force a certain number of the population to buy our widgets. So in other words, we can demonstrate the chaos that is being waged against the environment and strike a deal with municipalities and local governments to sell our widgets in exchange for stopping the chaos. I think it's a very fair trade-off. Essentially, save the environment and buy our widgets. Win, win, win. So, I've done some work into this, and luckily for us, the same organizations that offer some of the brainwashing tactics uh, and services explored in our first Zoom meeting also offer consulting and procuring of the correct chemicals to evaporate in order to get this done. So we are in active discussion with those organizations to really learn how much the, you know, about the cost and the scope of this project. So hold on. Right now I'm seeing a message come through here. Let me quickly check okay hmm. okay uh, so it's legal the legal team they're apparently on this call as well uh, and they are advising me uh, to not continue providing details for this marketing initiative and as a matter of fact they want me to read the following disclaimer 
quote, WidgetWorks does not promote or engage in bribing our customer base in order to sell widgets, nor do we believe in the destruction of natural habitats for the express purpose of marketing our products, end quote. I don't think it was necessary to read it, but they seem very furious. Okay. Well, apparently I'm not supposed to continue mentioning them in any way for the rest of the presentation. And they're asking me to move on. So we'll move on. Legal, legal is starting to get involved. So initiative number two is public park pass. This is our second initiative. This initiative was thought of and drafted by yours truly right now with public parks either opening or just being in the early phases of full reopening I thought it'd be interesting to use our marketing dollars to create widget parks basically and basically the company would buy small lots of land designated for public use and we would either build new parks or we could also alternatively sponsor existing parks so that the community can go enjoy them get a workout in just sit feed the birds whatever the case may be but the catch or the catches or the cats depending on what the proper way to say this is is visitors uh, entering to the park must accept a coupon to purchase one of our widgets uh, at any retailer before physically being allowed to enter the park this helps to reinforce the idea of community amongst different citizens and gives visitors a chance to enjoy the park and leave with the added perk of leaving with a coupon that will give them a discount you know enter a park leave with a perk that's kind of one of our uh, slogans that we're exploring I think head office would agree they prefer the idea of sponsoring parks and we would have the opportunity to go ahead and maybe place some banners and um, at the very least we would have multiple entry points which would only open if the visitor takes one of our coupons and we can make this work even with national parks to some degree uh, I was able to pull up some info from National Park Foundation which I'll read out to you regarding their stance on corporate sponsorships. So, quote, Many of the national parks and programs that exist today would not be possible without corporate funding. The National Park Foundation depends on partners like you, in this case, us, to realize tremendous improvements and innovate programming that enhances and sustains the National Park Service's margin of excellence. We offer a variety of platforms for companies and their employees to become involved and engaged with America's iconic treasures. Whether your interest lies with a corporate membership, sponsorship, or philanthropic support, philanthropic support. I'm not sure why it was so hard for me to get that one out. The National Park Foundation can help meet your unique objectives. The commitment and financial support our partners contribute is critical to NPF's success. The National Park Foundation engages with organizations in a variety of ways that not only contribute to NPF's mission, 
but also provide sales, marketing, and or promotional value to our partners. Philanthropy. There are numerous opportunities for your organization, our organization, to meet its corporate responsibility goals, all while supporting the exceptional mission of the National Park Foundation. With our support, MPF can work to protect our national parks through critical conservation and preservation and preservation efforts, connect all Americans to their national heritage through community engagement efforts and opportunities for the under, underserved, and inspire our youth through innovative and exciting educational opportunities to become the next generation of park stewards. Cause-related marketing. Short-term cause-related programs benefit MPF and America's national parks while offering companies integrated marketing campaigns that enable corporations to leverage the popularity of America's national parks to support corporate initiatives while helping increase public awareness and funding of MPF programs. Program or event sponsorship. Many of our supporters wish to direct their sponsorship to a specific NPF program or event that directly meets their corporate goals. For example, many of our partners have provided funding for our programs, which provides much needed funding directly to America's national parks and the lighting of the national Christmas tree, which brings together our local and national communities to celebrate the holiday season in-kind support. Your company's products or services can make a tremendous difference to our work. From airfare to computers, to gear, to knowledge-based insights, you have an opportunity to provide vital in-kind support that enables us to continue our work on behalf of America's national parks. So, with that information, we do have some pretty good lawyers uh, and the marketing folk on board, so perhaps we can really make this idea work. Again, you know, just imagine for a moment uh, a big banner, Widget Works, just kind of draped across Mount Rushmore. I mean, for me, it, it sounds great because if there's one thing that I know people want to see when they go to a national park, it's, it's corporate advertisement all over the park. and And I know this. Because I've done marketing my whole life. I, I came out into this world just marketing. And you, know, you don't want to see Mount Rushmore. You want to see the corporations behind the ads. So I just think it would be a wonderful opportunity to really get our brand out there. Get into the minds of customers by just kind of draping banners um, or, or even just painting, painting our, our logos across the park. You know, it's, it's, uh, we're all about conservation. We're all about keeping the beauty of the park, but most importantly, we're mostly concerned about promoting our, our, our company. That's what we have to do. We don't have a budget yet for this particular proposal, but I'm proud of the work I put into that. Now we move on to our third and final initiative. Uh, for this meeting, and that is Operation H2O. 
And this was another initiative brought forth by the evil genius in Brennan. Um, and he just kind of asked the question, why not just put something in the water? Um, this is similar to Initiative 1, Chemical Rain, in that we are basically engaging in chemical warfare against consumers, but it's all for a good cause, as far as I'm concerned, because we stand by our widgets. Remember that our widgets are a net good. Sometimes you can do things that on paper don't look to be ethical, but when looking at the end results, you kind of have to readjust your perspective on things. So once again, this one is kind of similar to Project Chemical slash Acid Rain. We're just simply going through a different water supply in order to effectively brainwash consumers into wanting our products. Now, it's important to know that we are looking at this strategy in conjunction with big chemical companies um, to assess their suggestions on how to most effectively implement this tactic. And um, oh, looks like I have another message here. Let me check. Give me one moment. Let's see. Apparently it's legal. Legal team is one more time. Let's see what they want. Okay, so legal team wants me to read the following statement. WidgetWorks denies claims that it has any internal involvement on effectively poisoning water at our discretion for the sole purpose of convincing potential customers to purchase our widgets. We do not believe in poisoning consumers as an ethical or legitimate marketing strategy. End quote. And then the message after reads, jump off this zoom call now and call head office failure to do so will result in your termination okay. well it seems very serious i don't see what the big deal is uh well look with that in mind i guess let's say this zoom call is over uh remember to provide your feedback on these marketing tactics and future future initiatives uh, by emailing hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. Uh, legal, once again, is demanding I end the call now, so I'm on that. Thanks again for joining, and uh, take care.